Hello, Internet, and welcome to the latest episode of Henry Kissinger is Pokemon Going to Die, Not a Threat. Just a fact. I'm Lulu, a.k.a. Squirt Dykenwald. I'm Brooks, a.k.a. Nutty Professor 2, The Drumpfs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Josh, a.k.a. Blue Lives White Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lauren, a.k.a. Horkheimer Here's a Who. <laughs> I like that. And I'm Caroline, a.k.a. Cloud Busting a Nut. <laughs> I like that. That's so cute. this is Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. It's the number one leftism podcast. Uh, I said it before and I'll say it again. We have finally we have surpassed uh, Come Town again. Our Patreon is like quadruple theirs now. So great job, everyone. We are all going to elope into the Swedish Alps with our money and get some of those foreign bank accounts. Hell yeah! Hell yeah. How's how's ever how's everyone been? It's been I've been busy for the past like. While I worked a shitload last week to make up for the fact that I was out of town in Canada last Saturday when you could see me play a video game poorly in front of a billion people. <laughs> um, and then I was very tired for this week and I'm just now getting the energy to, you know, do a podcast again. How's everyone else doing? Eh, fine. Eh. Lulu played a life. game very well, so don't listen to her lies. She did great. I also got my tax return, so I've just been infusing money into the economy by just, like, buying a shitload of things. Name one thing. Uh, sock... I, I bought, like, five or six items off of SockDreams.com. <laughs> I Good bought, site. I bought $65 worth of, uh, frames in which to insert the, uh, prints that I bought at the convention. Um, I have bought at least one commission of my persona. <laughs> Capitalism good, it turns out. That's the only ethical consumption. <laughs> <laughs> the only other consumption is buying commissions because it's just like it just stays in the furry like area like no, no it's, just, it's just like every furry just passes money to the next person mm-hmm. furry I buying loved power all those uh think pieces a while back about how furry commissions were the new venetian patronage of the arts right <laughs> that was very cool I mean, there is that, there is, there is that, that completely false, but still a post that's going around enough to be believable, that there is a person, and this, this is a lie, but it's close to the truth, that there is a person in the United States who has been, bought, who just, like, has for the past 15 years just been buying a shitload of, like, giant Fox and Falco fucking from Star Fox, and the reason they are able to afford, afford it, it is, you know, the rumor has been spread, is because they are a brain surgeon. It's not true. I mean, yeah. It's not true. They are a they are a very well paid office worker who just donate who just uses all of their fucking money to buy these commissions. But Lulu, can you not air out my personal business on the podcast? It's like the scene in American Psycho where uh, where he shows off <laughs> all of his rare Fox and Falco fucking sorry business cards. Yeah, yeah. Who who has a dog? It's just that's like that. Just screaming for help. me. My nice. parents my parents just came home from the gym, so he is very excited. A good boy. What kind of dog is he? Uh, he's a he's a, a Boston Terrier Shih Tzu mix. Good boy. All right, well, I'm What's fucking. I'm trying to fucking tell some jokes here, so if you could. Fucking... <laughs> Brooks, what's, what's your joke? No, I just generally like tell your dog to shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Boston Terrier Shih Tzu, more like Shih Terrier. Trying to do my fucking art. <laughs> <laughs> more like your fart. All right, that was good. <laughs> yeah, that was good. 
The other day I was in the shower and suddenly was overcome with the thought that what if one of the McElroys ever found our podcast and I literally broke out in hives. (laughs) (laughs) I was so scared. (laughs) Who do you think would like it the most? Griffin. Today at my desk, I had to, uh, like, fight myself from laughing my ass off just thinking about the yeeks bit. We, like, I, I know that was me and, uh, uh, like, Lauren and a couple other people who were on this episode, but... He's got I just nice handles on about him. that, like, two-minute clip. It's one of the yeah. funniest things of yeah, content I have ever been... A ha- I've never ever had a hand in I'm just thing. excited for the inevitable yeeks, too, that this we come up with podcast. during the course of this episode. Mm-hmm. Oh. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar would struggle to palm that man's ass. <laughs> March Madness. Topical. <laughs> Topical. Uh, so, let's get into some politics this week, because this week, there was a lot this week. And there was so much that, like, some of the stuff that, uh, you know, if, if it didn't have a death toll of above two people, it kind of got swept under the rug. So, speaking of which, Lauren, what did we miss this week in the, in the shuffle? Oh, um, so... You know, South by Southwest just happened in Austin, Texas. Oh, yeah, SXSW. You would be... Yeah, yeah, the very cool thing that happens in Texas every year. Whenever um, I... Before, sorry, I just, want, I just, gotta, is... I just gotta cut in with this before you get to the very serious downer stuff. Um, because every time I think about South by Southwest, I just think of, like, the, uh, the, the, the Boiler Room show that Death Grips did, like, four years ago. And on, like, the stage cameras, you could just see Anthony Fantano basically busting a nut in the front row. <laughs> Please... Can we not talk about Anthony Fantano on this podcast? Please. No, he sucks huge ass, but I just thought it was really funny. You could see him, like, front row at the Death Grip show, like, like just absolutely oozing nut. Yeah, that's a good picture. Yes. He is a very evil Anyways, aura. Lauren, sorry to interrupt. Please continue. <laughs> so, South by Southwest just happened, and I'm sure a lot of you are paying attention to it, but... One thing that I was very surprised to learn about last night, rather than, you know, the when it was happening, was that in the East Austin area, um, neighborhood of the city, apparently there have been package bombs. So someone has dropped off packages with bombs inside on people's doorsteps, very, sim- very similar in motive and kind of execution of the... Uh, Ted Kaczynski Unabomber scare way back in like the 90s Um, and so NBC did a story about them and I was very surprised to learn that not only had these happened during you know the week of and immediately after South by Southwest where everybody is paying attention to what's going on in Austin Texas were that the two Texas uh, residents who were killed by those bombs one woman was injured um, on March 2nd with the first bombing um Um, But she's, I think, still in critical condition. But there were two that were killed on Monday, and they were both members of prominent African-American families, according to NBC News. That's the way that uh, apparently the NAACP president phrased it. And they went to the same church, and they knew each other. And um, the two people that were killed are um, a woman and then a young 17-year-old kid who died, like, protecting his mother. Draylon Mason, he was a music music prodigy. And it's just like, oh, you know, there are just two hate crimes that are possibly happening in Austin, and I only found out about it Wednesday. <laughs> Whereas, you know, if it were 
any kind of, yeah. like, uh, I don't know if the mm-hmm. terrorists were, let's say, not white. Maybe I would have heard about it earlier. Hey, remember how Ted Kaczynski killed three people? And this is, like, I mean, granted, he did ramp up over the years, but, like, also, he killed three people. We're, we're like, two people are dead from this bombing, and this is nowhere. Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber was, like, a huge, like, nationwide story, and this no one gives a shit. I mean, I know why. I very well know why, yeah. but, like, holy shit. Yeah, I'm so, I I think, like, I don't want to say that nobody is talking about it, because I did find my sources on, like, you know, like, bigger news sites are running it, but, like, so much happened this week that nobody was like, oh, maybe we should, like, highlight this story. I mean, I just, I like, the, like the, the blue check marks steadfast in their ways are always just shouting about dangerous Donald Trump, and they don't really have the time to talk about that. Yeah, so that's really scary, and I assume, like, they didn't want to, like, cause panic or, like, inspire copycats or anything, but, like, I was just I, you absolutely, are like... way too much credit in that, in my opinion. <laughs> like, I probably they, am, but, like... want to spawn copycats, that, like, how much coverage did Dylan Roof get? How much coverage did the, um, the, 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 uh, the Aurora cinema shooter get? Like... Kind of a similar story that, um barely made the press a couple years ago was a foiled terrorist plot and um i think in the midwest to by um a white a couple of white supremacists to blow up a um mostly somali occupied apartment building well that's I, well you need that's the first you, time what, that. what the media requires is for the the suspect um to get a big megaphone and then line it up against eight or nine other megaphones and then just start shouting about how you hate particular racialized groups in order for them to start to consider that potentially um, this could have sort of uh, racist goals behind it. The thing it. is, though, is that if you only, if you say, I don't hate anybody, but they won't even call you, they will be like, no, you're not racist. You said you don't hate anybody. So, therefore. Yeah, you, 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 you preceded your sentence with not to be racist, but. Can't argue with that. Lauren, you were talking about Dylan Roof before I cut you off. Sorry, but did you see the y'all see the stuff with Dylan Roof's sister this That's week? That's exactly what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, his sister was like talking about the walkouts and saying like you know they should be shot and like apparently she is she's only eighteen and I think she was charged with attempting to bring weapons to school or something crazy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that sounds normal. And also weed. She had, I think, weapons and weed on school grounds or something. I mean, in this world, you kind of like... uh, Sorry, Brooks, I know you're straight edge, but in this world, you kind of need a little bit of that sticky icky to get by. Don't we all? But the rest of that's not good. Don't we all very much need some of that sticky icky to get by in this wild world? It's not true. (laughs) (laughs) I get by pretty okay without it. I just drink a lot of tea. (laughs) T-H-C. You get that. <laughs> you get that twisted tea. That that that, that Mike's heart of tea. I I do. <laughs> yes. Oh <laughs> man, we are we are trying to to spin comedy out of terrorism. It's good. This is a normal country. I like it. We are spinning thread out of thin air here, folks. This is the first and last time you will ever see jokes I mean, made in this. Let's, let's be kind to ourselves. We can't all be Ricky Gervais. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> can, can we talk about He's this? He's really funny. Talk about this for just like a little bit? Like, remember when Joe Rogan, like two years ago, had that comedy special? Or like, it was like a year ago or something. Had that comedy special that was just like called Triggered. 
and it was on Netflix, and everyone was like, wow. It's probably a tasteful homage to Neil Gaiman. Probably. Um, yes, I see that on Netflix. That went up on Netflix, and everyone was like, hey, Netflix, I fucking hate this. And then Netflix was like, hmm, okay, so making trigger jokes bad. We are also losing money like no one's business. What about Ricky Gervis, who no one really cares about except for his relation to uh, Carl... What's his la- What's the guy's last name? Marx. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carl... That Carl, one, too. Uh, that's my, it's my favorite Weezer album, Carl Pinkerton. Um, the, yeah. uh, the only reason anyone cares about him... <laughs> Uh, and they were like, hmm, what if we got the funny atheist man to do a special? Um, hey, by the way, do you guys remember the invention of lying? Like, that Ricky Gervais movie from, like, 2009? No. Wait, yes. Ha, <laughs> nice, I lie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> got you. Do you know what that movie was about? I mean, I just... Did I you just ever was it about a guy to... who figured out you could lie? The the, the premise of it yes. is that he, he, find, he creates the ability to lie, and he does, and when he does that, he realizes he can create the idea of God. Mm. It's, a, it's a very f- <laughs> oh what a delightful caprice <laughs> mm, that's so Do clever that's like it's just like, a, like it's not shown in the trailers at all it is entirely an atheist movie man I wouldn't expect that from him at all I mean no but like the way that movie was marketed it just seemed like a fun romp and like oh I'm gonna learn how to lie and then oh God, here, here's my lie. God is real. <laughs> I, no joke, genuinely wish that I could go back in time and stop Carl Sagan from launching the Voyager plates that have, like, the human bodies on them for aliens to see. And I wish we could replace the nude bodies with the picture of Ricky Gervais, like, crucified with the word atheist written on his on his chest. Crucified with a mic Yeah, the cross stand, is the note. mic stand. Mm-hmm. And then maybe like uh, maybe also the picture of SJW Bush. Now I I haven't seen this masterpiece. Anyways, you haven't seen reprogrammed George. You've Day. never seen SJW Bush. It's one of my favorite images. <laughs> it's it's on the same level as like I uh, uh, I mean it's like it's it's on the same level as um no it's too late Bobbity has possessed Helga. He's attacking. I, I thought you were talking about the Wow How to What Bapa Buy It. Oh my god! Now that one I know. No, that's a classic, though. <laughs> oh, I think about that one all the time. <laughs> Let's talk about some more images we've seen online. <laughs> In this audio medium, I think it's a great place to talk about it. The CIA agent <laughs> but... listening to this was like, I do remember that from 2011 Tumblr. I love this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're not under internet culture on the Chapo Trap House Reddit for nothing. Oh man, we do get we do occasionally get name dropped oh, yeah. there. The last time I saw we got name dropped there where someone said, I don't even listen to this, but I just like the name Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Go with <laughs> But I like the name too. I'm Lulu and I stole from my mom's purse. <laughs> I mean I did very much did do that. Do any nineties kids in the in the listening world remember? Yeah, really. <laughs> I mean, the Fairly Odd Parents is a little bit more of a two thousands kid thing, but go well, on. Well, I mean, yeah, if you if you don't pay attention to the canon of Oh Yeah cartoons, you motherfucker, show some respect <laughs> for the dead. Oh man, Brooks, are you gonna hit me with a sick Garcia Brothers reference? That show fucking sucked. No, no guys. That. It's no Pete and Pete. I tell you that much. And it was the Brothers Garcia, but go on. You have Sorry. to stop saying go on. I mean, it's an excellent phrase, but go off. Anyway. Uh, Henry Kissinger is Pokemon going off. <laughs> <laughs> but, but go off. 
Let's go on. Nice. <laughs> We've had some laughs here, guys. We've had some giggles, but something very serious happened this week, which is we lost someone no. very dear to the country. And that someone was the 69th Secretary nice. of State of the United States of America. Very nice. Um, the former oil slug Rex Tillerson just got fired by tweet. No. Sorry. 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 He got cool fired by I missed that detail. I love being alive. Apparently he was given a heads up by Chief of Staff John Kelly over the weekend to like look out for maybe a pejorative tweet. <laughs> but like he didn't pick up that that meant he was going to get fired via Twitter. Mm-hmm. Just, just like the normal White House. Yeah, Trump sent out a tweet that said, "Rex, mm-hmm. you're fired." <laughs> and then in parentheses, "Apprentice." It's coming back. Like, like the funny. Oh TV boy, show. season eight. <laughs> it's true. The final straw for um, Rex and Trump was apparently a baby fight about North Korea. But Rex had had a long history of clashing with Trump and also hating his fucking job yeah. to death. <laughs> Most famously, would he allegedly called the president a moron, and oh, our hell president yeah. responded by challenging <laughs> to him to an IQ test, which he said he would win. Very secure in that. I, I miss think. him. You know, so I guess he's welcome to the resistance, Rex. I, I need a second here because I think I, I just need like a quick second. Please bear with me as I like I peel back the veil of willful ignorance and just remember who is in control in our country right now. Just for a quick second, so please feel bear with me. I just need to. Uh... Ah! <laughs> Actually, can I just can I just be like our backing audio for the entire podcast? Rex was one of the, like, original people in the cabinet, too. He's only getting down to a few who were there originally. One of them's Betsy DeVos, who was really great on 60. I'm I'm glad Betsy is still there. (laughs) It's good. Anyway, quick anecdote about Rex Tillerson before we talk about more slugs. Like, Rex Tillerson sounds like some fucking... Supernatural supernatural Season 7-ass villain. Oh, God. There was a, um... There was a real life, a real life um, oil lobbyist named Chad Warmington. <laughs> Alaskan Alaskan Bull Warmington, any hole. So to remember <laughs> to remember Rex by Mr. Trump, in the midst of a five country tour of Asia, grew concerned that the untouched greens would offend the Chinese, according to people familiar with the matter. So he ordered Mr. Tillerson to start. Rex, he said, eat the salad. That's good. Fuck eat yeah. the salad, Tillerson. Eat the salad, Tillerson. <laughs> eat the fucking salad, Rex. Just pour one out for our boy, Rex. And get ready, because our next uh, Secretary of State is the former director of the CEI, oh, which is CIA. Which is all you really need to know about his character <laughs> as, a, as like a person. Just like they... They put good people up in charge of the CIA. And his name's Mike Pompeo. Did the CIA, and did, did the CIA do something problematic? <laughs> call out post. Central Intelligence Agency. CIA, has done, CIA funny enough, we did, we did the research here. Uh, notes say we did, they, did not, they have done nothing wrong. They have done nothing wrong. Ever. <laughs> I like that. CIA? A-OK, folks. I guess Rex was more of like a 
I mean, not moderating, because they're all terrible people. There's no such thing as an adult in the White House ever. Hey, 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 What if his name was Red Pillarson? Hey! Now we're cooking. <laughs> but, like, I guess he was, um, reigning Red in Pillarson. Trump a little bit in regards to not launching first-strike nukes and, uh, starting a war with Iran and all that stuff. But Mike Pompeo is, he loves war, he loves oil, and he loves torture, so we're gonna have a great time. These next couple of years while he's Secretary of State before he blows up or whatever. But spe- That'd be good. Speaking of torture, so they moved the director of the CIA up to Secretary of State, and who they're moving up to director of the CIA to fill his beautiful shoes is Gina Haspel, who ran a overseas CIA black site where good oh, things happen. Yeah. Which we do know about. Like, it's a really bad black site if, like, I know about it. We're finally going to win. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Listen, if we're all about equality, we cannot throw up red flags every time a black site comes up. Come on, guys. I thought we were better than this. Obama was supposed to end racism. <laughs> and now this ended sexism. I'm sorry. Yeah, we have... It took a little... Yeah. yeah. We have took, more like, women took, than men on this episode. It took, what, like, four, five, six years into Obama's presidency for them to actually do it? So, uh, thanks, Obama. <laughs> and also... Um, let us be clear, Brad Paisley and LL Cool J and the racism, thanks. Okay. Yeah, it is a, it is a, it is a very important song. That's our song. closing song. Um, they, it's, they, it's good that they took that long to write it. Yeah, they were writing it that long. I'm just excited because we hired more women torturers. <laughs> it's all coming together. It's not Feminism. torture, it's an enhanced interrogation technique. Yeah, which is why she waterboarded somebody 83 times in one month. <laughs> That's good, actually, to uh, me. Qu- question, and then question. got no information out of them. Question? Uh, yeah. I- I'm an idiot? What is waterboarding? Oh, it's geez. not surfing, believe it or not. You know, it's, you basically attempt to drown someone. <laughs> it's like a swirly, but it lasts a lot longer. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, it simulates drowning to the point where, like, you could actually <laughs> die. So, you're... They do. Uh, they call it, that in it's Canada. It's basically drowning. You're lying on a flat surface, mm-hmm. and they put a cloth over your face and pour water on the cloth so you can't breathe. But it's not like you're actually drowning. Hey, oh, hey. Sounds, yeah. that, you know, that sounds, like a, that sounds like a good way to get information out of people, so uh, I, don't see what the, I don't see what the problem is. Sounds good. Yeah, this guy almost actually good. died. He was coughing up water from his lungs. And they continue. That's how we run the Iraq war. I'm 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 just glad that we live in a country where the people who are in charge, you know, they see how hard that we are all working just to get through the fucking day. And it's clearly like it's nice to see how much they really care. Like that they care about doing a good job. And like really are interested in like helping everyone. You know? Just I, I like that. It's really good to me. I like that, that about the United States. Dead eyed shark sadist can just advance <laughs> as far as they can. I love like, the temperature. Torture isn't like that's not a black spot on someone's is. record. That's a and their warm hearts. That's a benefit for advancing in the United States government and deep state and have like warm blood. It is very warm and <laughs> yeah, warm hearts, warm blood feels good. Can't control it anymore. <laughs> Isn't that from Friday Night Lights? <laughs> Blue line, clear heart, can't lose. 
<laughs> I heard that it's good that um, that the this woman was hired uh, to to do torture because <laughs> I I can tell you firsthand that women are super good at torture. Just ask my <laughs> wife. Ugh. I get it. I come home from work and I try to watch the sports and then, ugh, talking, talking, talking. You know? Bro, who, who are we talking to right now? What Do you have a name for this character? It's me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just me. I don't mention, I don't mention my, my wife much. But, ugh. I can't believe you've said my wife so many times without doing the Borat voice. Oh yeah, Borat yeah, does say that. That's how we know yeah, it's absolutely in the not movie Borat. Well, you know what? You know what? We, we kind of had to expect Borat. this of our honorary lesbian. Of course, he would have a wife. You know, in, in true honorary lesbian fashion, he probably would have been with her. I don't bring the this up. Date. It's brought up to me. It's true. Sure. Oh my god! I can't wait for Pride Month when we just we all end up killing each other. <laughs> It's gay culture. That's true. That is that is gay culture. of pride. <laughs> Who will throw the first right. brick at my head, killing me instantly? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey! What if it was called Stoned Wall? Oh shit! Oh, that would be good. What if? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I like where we're going with this. Um, what if it was called Stoned? Ball and it was a it, it was a it was porn. Whoa! It was okay, porn. It was move, porn with weed. Top, we can okay. move on to the next topic. No. <laughs> what if it was? What if it was stone stone wall and it was me? Anytime I tried to tried to have an <laughs> emotional conversation with my wife. <laughs> Wait, are, sorry. Are you the stone about my wall feelings? <laughs> or is your wife? Do you get it? Oh. Yes. Okay. That's my new character. Um, let us know in the comments um, if you if you enjoyed sort of that comedic experience. Yeah. Please let us know if ironic sexism is good. Now, and let me let me let me, let me just say as a gut check. I, there are two kinds of comedy. I did. I, I can't say that I did Brooks, and I'm sorry. You didn't <laughs> like it. Can we workshop it? Oh well, that's because oh, I did it great. twice, gonna, and the rule of threes. Okay, cut, with cut, one later. cut the first and the third great. out of the episode, so you just got that second one in there. <laughs> so you reference the rule of threes and then don't follow through <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah. Speaking of not following through, hey, Republicans lost another district. Hell yeah, the one next to my ha- my parents' house. Hell yeah. So, Lauren, is this something you know about? Uh, a little bit. So, <laughs> um, Connor. Uh, like, I don't know anything. I don't know anything beyond the fact that this Connor Lamb guy is a little bit of a, is a little bit of a mansion, but not quite as much. He won a House of Representatives seat from over. Uh, he won it in a Republican district by like a thousand votes or so. Wait, does he have a mansion or a house? So if you like that joke, let us know in the comments. <laughs> Retweet this. If you like that joke, please give us money to our Patreon so we can reach $200 a month and kill Brooks. We're almost there. Patreon.com slash HKIPGTD. We're almost so, there. So... Uh... <laughs> so, Connor Lamb, uh, and <laughs> he is succeeding uh, Tim Murphy, who is... He is now the... 
member-elect of the House of Representatives for the 18th District, mm-hmm. um, which is next to uh, Pittsburgh. So I'm parents' house is in the 14th, and the 18th is, like, right next door. Um, he actually is – he's a federal prosecutor. He he did for sure – he was for sure in the Marines, but he, he uh, prosecuted sexual misconduct cases in the military – and it sounds like he has been a lot of, like, federal prosecuting in terms of drug trafficking and gun trafficking. So I don't really know if he is, like, a mansion Republican or where, like... He seems to, pro you know, like, prosecute a lot of drug dealers, which I'm not really a fan of, personally. But, you know, it's, it's good that he, uh, he basically took the seat after Tim Murphy resigned that he, uh... Tim Murphy, if you don't remember, he had an extramarital affair and then urged his mistress to get an abortion despite being openly very, very pro-life. So nice. it's pretty cool that a Republican district has flipped. Yeah, it's nice. Even if it's only for um, kind of a short term, it's still nice. Yeah, that they it's something. Yeah, so does he have to rerun again in yeah, November? Or? I believe so. Wow. That's how, uh, that's how everyone's third favorite Doug Jones is going to have to run it. Run, run. Oh, yeah. Frankly, I just hope he doesn't. I hope he just, like, does not try and go for that incumbent spot, because holy shit, there is no way he wins against anyone that is not Roy Moore. He, yeah, he really seems to think that he won based on his terrible politics and not because his, the opposition was a pedophile. Yeah, no, because everyone just loves how, like, how attractive and sexy he is, especially down on his hands and knees with the with the Republican f- shoe in his mouth. <laughs> he just, let let him deregulate the banks <laughs> that a little, it's fine. Me not... My lord. <laughs> I do just, I feel like this is gonna kind of pivot into a larger conversation, like, I feel like a lot of Democrats and, like, blue check liberals want us to, like, really focus on the November 18th and like flipping the Senate in the house. And I wish I could feel like really confident about that, but like, I don't know. How do you guys feel about? No, you know, uh, honestly, I, I gotta, speak about, I gotta speak about this. Um, I, uh, I keep getting ads for Samantha B's show on my phone whenever I watch YouTube. Um, and occasionally I'll watch it past the skip ad button because I'm curious about what's going on there. And today an ad, a video popped up for her show that was just like a five minute clip. I didn't watch the whole thing, obviously, because I have taste. But, um, I did watch some of it and there is like a surprising amount of, like it's not, it wasn't very funny, but there was an amount of anger thrown at the, at the Democrats. This was like posted, this was like put up in just like the wake of Connor Lamb winning this seat. And she was like, wow, when the Dems actually try, they do something. So it is good to see a big liberal face like that, not just sucking, not just sucking the Dems off. Um, again, I do not like Samantha B. I want to be explicitly clear about this, but, um, I think that's good that like we see people like that dissatisfied with the way the Dems are handling things. Yeah, I guess that's a good sign. Yeah, but still, yeah, some of the, I mean, even, like, bigger liberal names, like, you know, The Daily Show are as boot-looking as it gets, it feels like. Oh, yeah. Oh, Trevor. That's funny, though. We keep mentioning Manchin, um, which would be a good name for a podcast, Mentioning Manchin? But who is that again? Joe Manchin is the, um, oh, where is he from? West Virginia senator who is just... He is a he is a dyed in the wool Republican dipped in blue paint. He is a Democrat uh, in he is barely he's even Paul a Giamatti in name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul Giamatti, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, I got one. Thank you, Brooks. 
Brooks, you did a joke. We took 30 minutes. But we got there. <laughs> first time ever. <laughs> Whatever. Everyone, please, a quick, quick round of applause for Brooks and his first Whatever. joke. Whatever, I'll go back to playing trivia on my phone. <laughs> The audience should be clapping along at this point. Brooks, have you actually been sitting there playing trivia? Yeah. What was the name of Steven Spielberg's 1985 TV genuinely great person a friend and uh, boy yeah the two what two days ago ish um yeah. we stephen hawking very sadly passed away um on tuesday night and i i don't really have much to say i don't know a ton about stephen hawking but like he just kind of seemed like one of those people who were just kind of like always there like he was there way before i was born and like for a long time i thought he was already dead and then He's just like he's just kind of been there as like a weird grandpa I don't talk to, a weird very smart grandpa. Well, and he's one of those people that like I really didn't know much of anything about beyond like oh yeah he's a genius who has yeah. ALS, but um, but he has he says a lot of good things. He right, said yeah, a lot of but, good things, but like no one really talked about that. It feels like, or at least it, it, all of a sudden now that he's gone, of course I find out all of this stuff. I just want to list off some um. Some good things about Stephen Hawking. Fr- friend of the show. Um, <laughs> well, he's some pretty basic policy stuff. He's pro-universal health care. Very anti-war, like he protested the Vietnam War and um, the Iraq War. Like he, like the moment the Iraq War began, he was calling it a war crime, which is pretty great. It's cool. Yeah. Oldest trick in the book. What's the oldest trick in the book? No, war crimes? That's a reference to an old video. Have you never seen the war criminal video? Apparently there's a lot I haven't seen. That's what I'm <laughs> Okay. Someone in this... I think I think it's an old Pilot Red Sun video. It's just, you know, I usually spend my time reading books about, like, philosophy and... just Name one. Uh, <laughs> Name one philosophy. So, Stephen Hawking also really liked nuclear... Oh, sorry, it's... It's uh, it's it's Sea Boy RD, not Red, not Pilot Red Sun. Do not want to slander. <laughs> Thank you for stalling. For I was able to think of a book um, while you were saying that. And uh, uh, War and Peace. You guys ever heard of that one? No, that's the villain okay, well, from Sky High. Yeah, m- more like war- <laughs> <laughs> more like War and. Oh, peace. it's a six Sky High reference. Thanks. Oh, it's a good it was movie. Very good. I'm always ready for that. Is it a good movie, Brooks? I don't remember it being very good. It's good. They're people, but they oh, have superpowers. Yeah, I watched. I watched it like just a couple years ago, and it, and it holds up. It might be really? even better now. Do any of you fucking know anything about Stephen Hawking? What? <laughs> do we? Uh, do any of us know anything about Stephen Hawking? Yeah, he was <laughs> we keep getting high. sidetracked. We have a yeah, list. <laughs> He also was a very pro-Palestine, um, <laughs> and I'm just, I'm running down this list, and anti-climate change, which Brooks, uh, did make fun of me for putting in there, but, so. By uh, anti-climate change, you mean wants to, it to not, like, ruin the world. Yeah. Okay, yeah the, way that so. was, the way that was written made it seem like he was very, like, anti the idea of climate change existing. Oh, no, no, no. Like, he, he, uh, whatever. 
Not a, he wasn't a huge fan of the fact that it's happening. He I likes mean, the I, ice caps and wants them to stay around. Yeah, yeah. He want, he likes the ice caps because he doesn't want the polar bears from the Coca-Cola commercials to die. <laughs> I mean, same. Uh, he even backed up Corbin, which is why... Jezza! And the then boy. here's some more, some more fun anecdotes. Um, apparently back in, like, 1977, he ran over, uh, who was it? Prince, um... Prince. Charles? Re- yeah, <laughs> he ran... Back in 1977, Stephen Hawking ran over Prince, which is... Which no! Was, That's actually when <laughs> Prince died. That's actually... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the perfect <laughs> It's like in oh Hot Rod when he said when he talks about his dad dying immediately, the next day. Uh-huh. Good movie. Uh, but then, so apparently he was notorious for running over people's toes uh, that he didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, which Prince is exactly Charles what is I would one, do. And and he said one of his biggest regrets was never running over Margaret Thatcher's feet with his wheelchair, which uh, damn she goals. dead and she got feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's I think that was his exact wording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his last words too. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, send feet pics. Because Stephen Hawking got ALS when he was very, you know, he was in college, I believe, like in his twenties. And the mm-hmm. reason that he yeah. was able to do all of the work that he could and live as long as he could is because of the NHS. Which, yeah. so it makes sense that he is really like into the idea of socializing healthcare and in social programs in general and allowing people to have access to the technology and resources that can, you know, help them live like a good life, you yeah. know, maybe possibly. And also because he's smart and the smarter you are, the more leftist you are. And you can quote me. That's on that. pretty tracks In my experience. Thanks. Well, I'm pretty leftist yeah. and I'm a complete dumbass. So what does that mean? <laughs> Yeah, I am. I am in multiple servers. My handle is bitch idiot lesbian number one. So what does that say about me? What I also identify as a bitch idiot lesbian. Well, isn't there that yeah, you can be your bitch idiot lesbian number two? All right, thank you. Isn't there some like there's some like theory or like effect that uh, smart people never think they're as smart as they actually are? So think about that. Maybe Dunning Kruger. Oh, so I'm a brain genius. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, my brain's getting a little too big right now. I'm I'm about to explode. Well, another another thing is that he threw a um, a party for time travelers, complete with like champagne and dinner and everything, and um, and no one came. Yeah, no. <laughs> my my grandpa uh, hosted a birthday party, and do you guys remember is this? this meme? Papa's Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> Love, Love him. him. That's an oldie. That's an oldie, but a good yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> That's a good meme, though. <laughs> we should, like, we should also talk about, there's a very, like, weird hell timeline thing that, like, pe- that's like that been going around. It's, like, a very funny sentence to say, um, but Stephen Hawking's final comment on Reddit, um, it's kind of like, it's a weird, like, this is the future now and it's a bad future. Um, but it t- he, he basically, like, I don't know that he ever, like, outright, you know, said, like, I'm, a, I'm a socialist, and I listen to Chapo. I don't think that he ever came out and said that, but, like, he did actually say that. Um, and then, like, but his last comment, um, 
says, If machines produce everything we need, the outcome will depend on how things are distributed. Everyone can enjoy a life of luxurious leisure if the machine-produced wealth is shared, or most people can end up miserably poor if the machine owners successfully lobby against wealth distribution. So far, the trend seems to be toward the second option with technology driving ever-increasing inequality. Um, so just sort of going at how automation should lead to fully automated luxury gay space communism, but uh, right now it's being used by the Elon Musks and Jeff Bezoses of the world to Elon Musk um, just make inequality worse. Mm-hmm. Stinky boy. He stinks, folks. Elon Musk defender God, Sam is not here to defend him. He used. I really... <laughs> I really am kind of annoyed. I've seen this happen on... Going around on Twitter of, like, people saying stuff about Stephen Hawking. Like, oh, now, you know, he's... Yeah, he's no, free, he's free of his chair and he can fly. Like, just very, like, condescending stuff about somebody who... They're like, oh, in spite of his disability and it just it so much of the work that he did came after his als diagnosis and it's really gross that people are like oh yeah well now that he is not physically disabled and can yell at me about the things that i say i can talk about how he's free among the stars and he can walk and whatever yes it's a really troubling sort of implications in terms of like People with disabilities are only free when they're dead, is basically yeah, what that sort of gets which at. Which is not a good thought yeah. to put in their heads, I don't think. Yeah. No. It also, like, underscores that, like, I've seen um, some disability advocates online saying things like, like, pointing out this really common thing that people say, like, you're, you know, you're bound to your wheelchair or you're trapped, but, like, the wheelchair allowed him and people who also use wheelchairs the freedom of mobility, like... The wheelchair was yeah. a liberating and speech, thing, too. and that's why, you know, these things should be uh, free and easily accessible. I learned apparently that Stephen Hawking apparent was his office was put in a particular part of I think Oxford is where he taught that wasn't easy for him to maneuver into with his wheelchair, and he emailed about it all the time, and they really didn't do anything to improve the accessibility of the classroom. So even not even for Stephen Stephen Hawking Hawking is dealing with inaccessible infrastructure in his academic life. Like, man, Stephen Hawking was a cool dude, and he deserved better. And he, he was like, okay, I will admit that most of my knowledge about Stephen Hawking comes from a 2004 television film starring Benadryl Cupboardlatch, and in it, (laughs) there's basically like, oh, he was like pretty much the first guy to realize that these particular radio frequencies were evidence that the Big Bang happened, because if the universe was expanding and expanding, at some point it had to start from somewhere. And, you know, that movie, I, I don't said, even I believe, remember if it was actually good, but... I, I, believe, I, I believe your exact words were you were a, you were a, a, a diehard cumber slut, or whatever it was called. <laughs> oh, cumber bitch, Luna. Lulu, the term is cumber bitch. <laughs> whatever it is, oh, you God. said you were it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm not proud. Stop, I'm not proud. Luna, stop cumber slut shaming, Lauren. <laughs> What if his name was Ben a dog no, Cumber? No, 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 no. Come on! <laughs> uh, we're gonna edit that out of the episode. Naughty so Brooks will be. Can you edit it? Yeah. Can you, can you bass boost the oh thing God. that I just said? <laughs> <laughs> can you remix it? I know someone who can do that. 
Oh my god, we really... God, this joke is just getting less and less funny every time it comes up, and it wasn't that funny to start with, frankly. I don't... Don't it's erase how funny back around and be really I, funny. Brooks, Brooks you guys once know I what's start being still funny. funny, I will stop erasing whatever the fuck they are. Don't... Hey, we... we we, if we're gonna survive in the commune, we need to work together. <laughs> that Tumblr post about like you guys like communism a lot for people who hate group projects <laughs> haunts me every day. And we need to honor Brooks's validity and move on to the next topic. Probably at this point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so. <laughs> I don't really have a smooth transition into this. I guess group. Pro- speaking of group projects, uh, what if we all just left this podcast immediately? Just kidding. But what if you did that in school? Because that's what happened yesterday. The bunch of kids nationwide. Uh, the um the Parkland shooting uh, kids inspired like a, they started like a movement for a national walkout day where they just like walked out and protested and did like a bunch of like you know there were there were like uh, a pair of shoes on the White House lawn for every. Um, for like every child that had been killed since Sandy Hook via gun violence, which was 1,300 pairs or so, which, I mean, I know we have a problem, but really? Like, it's been six years, really? Okay, yeah, no, I looked it up. Uh, 7,000 pairs of shoes, 14,000 shoes in total were used in the display, symbolizing that between December 14th, 2012, and March 13th, 2018, seven thousand children were killed by guns in the united states that is more than a thousand children <sighs> per year how? how we don't give a shit how? about children <laughs> just how that how <laughs> we like to fuck our guns Regular and country. that's it really so yeah i guess we just kind of don't give a fuck about kids huh the kids who walked out were fucking cool though yeah that like I, it's very cool to to see young people or, you know, Gen Z or whatever fake generational bullshit you want to say, like, actually doing, <laughs> like, demonstrations and direct action. Like, it's even cooler yeah. to me than when people are like, oh, we're, we're growing little Democrats. Like, yeah, it was interesting. Like, I was just reading about this. Um, there's a local theater here doing a play about Columbine. And uh, the director was talking about how back then, like, you know, this was just such a massive event and no one really thought that it would like ever happen again. And if it did, it'd be extremely rare um, because just nothing like that had happened, you know? And so like everyone, like what, 12 students and one teacher died, um, Mm -hmm. which is quite a few, but like the numbers have just escalated so much since then. But back then, like they were, they were like, they were frozen, right? Like, the school was just, like, no one knew what to do. They were paralyzed. Like, it was just such, like, a cataclysmic event that no one knew how to handle. And now it's happened so much that, like, it's finally basically percolated into, like, the kids who were born after Columbine mm-hmm. happened are the ones who were actually doing something about it. Because they've just, like, lived their whole lives with this yep. and they're tired it's, of it. It's genuinely inspiring. Uh, the one big difference is that Columbine happened before mental illness was invented right that is there wasn't any mental illness back then oh that's that's a good point but there were video games yeah you know what that's true god there sure were Uh uh-huh and rock music we talked about that last we did talk about that last week yes with uh donald trump gamer in chief we did miss the one year anniversary by the way which i'm very sad about of the uh the idiot stupid fucking polygon post of what if (laughs) Commander, what if Donald Trump was... 
the the classic what if the commander in chief was also the gamer in chief which was a guest article by someone who never wrote for their site again i wonder why anyways um so uh you know everyone's trying to come up with solutions to fix these all these gun problems and one person is coming onto the storm out of the scene he's the right age and he's got all the right ideas his name is youtuber jake paul Jake Paul, who you may recognize the last name Paul, you may recognize you may hear the words YouTuber and Paul in the same sentence and think, "Hey, didn't that person film a ha- a dead body?" No, that was his older brother, who is older by about two years. Jake Paul is the younger quote, like the the businessman of the two. He does all these deals and he has a YouTube channel with about five million subscribers. I, I, I I'm putting that number out of my ass, but I know it's in the multiple millions. Um, he. Uh, he, him and his legion of Jake Paulers. Um, he was on Disney Channel, which was very funny because he got kicked off for some reason. I'm not entirely sure why, but he did very much get fired from that job. Um, and I, the last time I saw him in the headlines really was when he was on the news and he did a triple dab <laughs> on, the, on a news broadcast. When the house that he owned was so loud and irritating that he went on the news because his neighbors were begging them to shut yeah. up and stop recording in their lawns and yeah. making a noise in the neighborhood. Yep, Jake Paul, who uh, is uh, very good at writing music, so good that every single song he's ever written, he feels the need to inform you that he has he wrote the song in one day. He puts that at the start of every one of his songs, saying that he wrote the song in one day, and. He's a lyrical yes, genius. Yes, and also um, constantly feuding. I'm sorry, I'm just going into the history of Jake Paul right now because I find this very genuinely hilarious. He made a diss track about his brother that was very bad. Logan Paul fired back, and there was a line at the end where he was bra- where um, uh, Logan Paul was bragging about having stolen Jake Paul's uh, ex girlfriend. Quote, quote stolen. Quote. Cool. And uh, both also both of them uh, in- always find a way to incorporate the lyrics. Uh, merch link is in the bio, uh, or my merch link in the description. I can't merch link for that. That's a hustle. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Jake Paul has taken a break from basically doing a Trump University for children, where children have to pay for his How to Become a Social Media Star Seven dollars. Yeah. Drew Gooden has a really good video about that. Uh, it's called the I Joined I Joined Team Ten, so you don't have to. Um, I like. But he took a break to become woke and tell us all how yep. to stop school shootings. So he got, on, he got on a Skype call with Marco Rubio, um, and he was like, hey, bro, uh, <laughs> it's every day, bro, uh, the school shootings, that is, and it's time to put a stop to him. I got five, I got five solutions for him. I'm going to go a little bit out of order because I'm, la- I'm saving my favorite one for last. Number one, install bulletproof windows, particularly inside classroom okay. doors. Okay. Unwieldy because bulletproof glass is, I mean, expensive. You're gonna have to increase taxes, but you know what? I, you know, it's more, it's feasible. Put more law enforcement officers in schools. Definitely good. No. No. Wait. Increase. No. Are you Sorry, no. What's wrong? With cops, nothing. Oh. <laughs> I just think it would be too much stress on them to be like so many of them in the same place. It's like betta fish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good point. Like I think to me, like they they're like one of them rounds a corner and they like the like they just like the, and they're like their their holster is facing outwards and by the time they round the corner they have a bullet hole in their head because the cop the other cop saw a gun. I mean the thing you can say well, about beta fish like is that while they do fight each other they do not choke slam uh, black right. teenagers to the ground. So I will say, but we don't know that they wouldn't if they could. 
I don't know. I worked in a, I worked in a pets. I worked Are in a beta pet fish store. racist. More eleven. The cops of the pet store. What if the cops were accidentally <laughs> radicalized by the liberal teachers? Oh yeah, we want to be careful about that. That would be the real problem. Oh, um, brief aside on that front. Um, can we talk about the guy who shot a gun and then uh, he he straight up uh, in, in here is some news ripped from news headline ripped from the sitcom. Teacher who is also cop says, look, it's not loaded, fires yeah, gun at ceiling, and injures three children. <laughs> cool. It's my favorite literal Jeff Fox the dang onion? <laughs> if your last words before getting fired are, it's not loaded. No. Like, it's just, my, my. <laughs> you might be a cop teacher. <laughs> You just might be now, Brooks, qualified like to teach America's youth. Right, because the, the redneck comedy tour is, doesn't have any misogyny in it. No. Oh, it's the blue-collar comedy tour. Brooks. Oh, sorry. Come on. I, Come on. I had a DVD of them at one point. It was not good. Um, Are you sure? Yeah, did this, you watch all this... four of them? <laughs> did you? Or did, you... did you watch okay. Bill Engvall? Yes, I did. I watched all four of them. Bill Engvall is cool because he drinks and he smokes on stage. He just doesn't give He drinks give and he heck. knows things. <laughs> what if we just hired a Hodor for every school? <laughs> and he could just hold the door shut. That's a good idea. Oh, that's good. What if we hire... Uh, here's, here's Jake Paul's third suggestion. I'm assuming that Hodor figures into this at some point. Lock down high school campuses with TSA-style checkpoints where kids are searched and forced to provide ID to enter campus. You know, when I woke up at 6 in the goddamn morning to go to school, the best thing I was... I was just always really looking forward to the full the full body cavity search that I would get upon trying to go learn my mathematics and my history lessons. And, like... I really appreciated the TSA inspector peering straight into my butthole. Just to, I loved like, having sure a photo ID. Also, schools have IDs. Michelle Foucault is just literally perpetual motion device rolling in his grave right now. It's so just like, he's like, yeah, did you ever notice that, like, you know, like, the disciplinary system we use for our students, like, it's, it's very authoritarian, and, like, it's kind of like a prison. Um, but now it's just straight up, it's it's a little prison. That's it. Yeah. Little prison. Hey, I have a question. Hey, Finally, a prison, prison for prison teens. Break. How about that for a show? What happened to Banksy? Prison Hut General. Who? Where's he gone? <laughs> Banky? No, I, I'm Banky. Banky. I'm Banky. Oh, okay. Aren't we all Should, I shouldn't have told you that. We are all. All right. Does he have any more suggestions? Um, yeah, he's got two more. Uh, <laughs> I can't tell which one of these is more ridiculous. Um, so I'm just going to go with this one. Have social media and tech giants somehow identify potential shooters based on their Instagram posts and alert authorities. Quote, I know if Instagram, I know on Instagram if a girl posts a picture with her nipples out, it gets flagged and reported on Instagram. So why can't we have the same technology for a kid posting a selfie with a handgun, Paul says. I mean, all right. End quote. <laughs> I know, I. What if there were more cops and government surveillance? Anyways, I mean, I mean, merch is in the bio. <laughs> <laughs> NSA good to me. I I just buy, buy, buy a Jake. What's up, Jake Pollers? Buy a Jake Pollers shirt uh, and uh, join the join the Jake Pollers nation because we 
Here's his fifth suggestion because I, you know what, this he probably if this suggestion took off, this is a back, this is like a this is like a, a, um, a backdoor pilot for his new merch, which was have kids carry bulletproof shields inside their backpacks. There is no better bulletproof shield to put in your backpack than a number one Jake Pauler bulletproof shield. You are never gonna get caught in a hail of bullets. You will survive anything that's thrown at you as long as you got the jake pollard shield on your back you jake pollards so just stay frosty out there i'm gonna do a rap song and i'm gonna pay tribute to all the people who died today rest in peace and i'm a rapper i can that was my actually words. really good in modern warfare 2 there was the Pause. uh you could do riot shields only on rust on that map and like i was really good at that so like i think i could be a substitute teacher <laughs> but would the backpacks have to be riot shield size i mean mine would be Okay. I mean, if you want to just make sure that you don't catch a bullet in your yeets, then yeah, you got to make sure that like it just goes the entire top to bottom. We're not talking about the size of my ass on the the podcast. We're not doing it. Uh, I just, uh, Evan is in the chat and is just typed, Jake Paul, surveillance state in bio. (laughs) Like and follow. But yeah, Jake, Jake, Jake Paul is one of the, Jake Paul, like anyone who became relative, anyone who has more than a million subscribers on YouTube and and started from Vine is a, sociopath. Is a horrible human. Yes. Jake Paul, Logan Paul, Lele Pons, like everyone hey, of them they is have the same very last bad name. to look at. Yeah. Isn't <laughs> Did you know that they're, yeah, they're, 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 they're the, the sons thing, of Ron Paul? The Brooks, please, the sons of Rand Paul. Ron no, Paul Rand Ron Paul. Paul is the only one of those two who fucks. <laughs> Rand, Rand so Paul got his Ron dick knocked off by his neighbor with a weed whacker. <laughs> <laughs> so Ron is the Jonathan Joe star. Is what you're <laughs> I'm sorry, just like the phrasing knocked off, like not cut off, knocked off. It's like a Mr. Potato Head thing down there. It really is. <laughs> Please never f- one th- one million strong to never forget that Rand Paul got his shit rocked by his neighbor for not raking the leaves, <laughs> and his penis popped off like a dog. You are like never that. allowed to forget his that penis fact. Popped off like a ball and socket joint. Yeah, it's like one of those little you know the little toys the little girls have where like they spin the ballerina and then it flies off. Uh, that's a sky dancer, and yes. <laughs> his dick, his dick, so rotating like propeller, just flew across the yard as an, as an act of self defense. <laughs> like those lizards that um, can detach yes. their tail. It landed in his yard, which actually themselves. did violate the non aggression principle. <laughs> you can't just be putting your dick in other people's yards. Yeah, what kind of libertarian are you, Rand? Come on. Anyways, I just find, last, last night on Jake Paul, I do think it is very funny how he is, A, one of the worst rappers to ever live, cannot rhyme, and B, that he and his brother both have the laziest names for his fan base, because it's just, Jake, you just add E-R to the end of his, and you got Jake Pauler, and then you just add N-G to the, or you just add G to the end, and you get Logang, and that's it. That's, those are their fan bases. Uh, so let's go on to some shout-outs. What do we got for shout-outs this week? Wait, I would like to say one thing about Jake Paul in that I think it's very funny that Marco Rubio thought Jake Paul was the key to getting back in good graces with the teens. <laughs> I'm, okay, oh, I mean, to be yes. fair, that's not, that's like one of the first correct thoughts Marco Rubio has ever had. He's holy shit, Jake Paul is popular. He's popular with middle schoolers, though. 
teens don't give a shit about Jake Paul. It's mostly like children <laughs> who are like, oh, let me get oh, a hold I, of my parents' I, I credit card. When I give said this five nice million. Man some money. Uh, oh, yeah. He has uh, 14 million subscribers. I don't know. Marco Rubio has had some good Pretty thoughts. Cool. I wonder how many Logan Paul has. I think it like I think it was really nice when Marco Rubio's mom gave him a haircut when he was eight years old, and then he just decided to stick with it for the rest of his life. I thought that was a good decision. <sighs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I think Jake Paul's probably the only person that Marco Rubio could beat up. Brooks, Brooks you have a shout out. Oh yeah, um, it's a fun way to sort of phrase this segment. Um, okay, shout out to the to the city of New York for failing uh, its over 100,000 homeless students, according to the New York Times. Um, so yeah, this, this is an article that came out today, um, and it's troubling for a lot of reasons. I mean, not the least of which is that there are over 100,000 um, six-figure homeless students in New York, in the New York, New York public school system. Um, it's a number that's been rising for over five years now. Um... And the, the article goes on to talk about how um, during a 178-day school year, um, homeless students miss an average of 41.6 days. Um, but That's to me, so much. yeah, it's kind of a fucking lot. And, it, you know, the article, it really just sort of talks about the On problem average. with homeless students, not that they're homeless, but that their academic careers are suffering. Like, there's sort of no... Yeah, there's there's not a whole lot of like, hey, this shouldn't be a thing. Like, hey, we shouldn't have oh, this. Yeah, of course. It's just kind of like, how what can Bill de Blasio do to help homeless students get better grades? And it's really so- it it's it's very quietly dystopian in that way. It's very yeah. it, it very much um glosses over the fact that, you know, like capitalism it requires homelessness is like an economic and disciplinary measure hey you ever um, think it's about, bad folks you ever think about how there's just like enough empty domiciles in the united states to just like house all the homeless yeah you there's almost as many empty homes as there are jake paul subscribers i think <laughs> remember when the boy over in the uk proposed um giving all of the and em- giving a bunch of empty homes to homeless people and the uk media reported it like a bad thing remember how that's like a possible political future that like somebody not to be like mm. bourgeois electoral politics on maine but like remember how that's like a possible thing that like politicians could try to do who like uh like um the the the, the democrats that we're all going to uh enjoy voting for for the rest of our lives oh those people Let's okay um so some more shoutouts. Some more fun ones, I guess. These are good. These are actually good shoutouts. Uh, Trump wants to create a space force. It's so good. I love him. <laughs> he said. Good. He no, said. Exactly? So it's like the navy. We have a navy. We have and a, the air force. But it's in space. But it's what if space camp space had a gun? Force. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> uh, translucent border wall. I don't know. I'm this excited. What is this? <laughs> Trump visited. This is like the an border. ongoing. Trump visited the border, and did you oh, know, God. apparently, that along the border there are very, very tall prototypes of what he wants, the, the very expensive wall that Mexico is for going to pay for, for sure. There are prototypes, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he would like that the wall be translucent, so that he can clearly see the drug dealers and their catapults as they launch 
heroin and you know rapists and bad people <laughs> directly over into the wall. our Texas public schools. Fifty pound bags that say drugs on yeah. them in big capital letters. He's very worried about like the wall not being see through and the cartels launching the fifty pound bag of drugs over it and then it hitting him personally in the head. I'm just a big fan of the fact that there are prototypes. <laughs> like, oh yeah, this is gonna happen at some point. We're just gonna have these here. I'm just, I'm just really excited yeah. for the first Rita Hayworth poster to show up on that wall and the guards just <laughs> ignore it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it is also very funny that Trump has no object permanence, and so if he doesn't see the people coming to the wall, he will not know that there is an issue. <laughs> you know, right. I was thinking about that the other day. That you know, how, like how our good, our good and smart president who has no holes in his and brain, has good how he like, and he, yeah, he's fucking, oh, yeah, I love it. You know how, like, anytime he talks to somebody in a room, he comes out just agreeing with the person? Yes. Yes. Like, I bet if I got Donald Trump in a room for 20 minutes, I could convince him to sign an executive order to get Tumblarity back. (laughs) And then... I bet I could. I could be like, Donald, like, we don't win anymore on Tumblr. There's no winning. (laughs) And we need to get winning back. And you'd still have 10 minutes left to to Stone Cold Steve Stunner him again. I loved this. I loved when Donald Trump got a Stone Cold Steve stunner. For I, I really want. Steve. I really want like him to get impeached at the same time someone gives him some sweet chin music. I mean, he's already got two peaches back there. <laughs> I really regret <laughs> talking about Yeeks to you people. Uh, we we chased Richard Spencer out of rallies. Huh. He's afraid of getting his shit rocked in public now. But but that's Amen. but it's bad. Yeah. It even it's took so him good. a whole year after everyone saw him cry on TV. And he just kept getting owned. Remember how he got punched in the face <laughs> by, uh, by while he was explaining the Pepe Frog by someone that was who the was funniest shit. By someone who was old and everyone like claimed everyone on 4chan claimed like, oh, we found this guy, and they were like, they were like linking to this like this guy who had a history in porn, specifically in porn of being him being yeah. pooped on. And the porn star herself was like, no, that guy died like four years ago. Rest mm-hmm. in peace, that guy. It's still funny that a ton of people on 4chan immediately recognized this person as supposedly <laughs> right. from scat porn. Yes. Human toilet. Mm. And, I mean, if, he, if that, if that genuinely was that guy, though, that would be fucking awesome. Like someone who just yeah, that a would human rule. toilet and they're off to, in like their, for their money. And they just fucking deck Richard Spencer. Like that is the fucking, that yeah. is cool as shit. Anyways, that's more evidence that it's I like, also... it's obviously the correct answer to make uh fascists not feel comfortable spreading their shit in public space yeah yes all this hand wringing about no you know what 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 about free speech we can't no platform fascists but it's never about free speech no it's not and it's it's the i don't even know what i'm saying anymore but the point is i'm glad richard spencer is too afraid to leave his house which is in Virginia, if anybody really feels funny. a particular way about it. Not a threat, just a fact. <laughs> <laughs> and last shout-out we've got here is Betsy DeVos can't think, and she just completely gets eviscerated by uh, on 60 Minutes. <clears throat> she, she got hoisted by her own petard because she couldn't make the right words come out of her mouth, and just, like, Checkmate she just kept lips. going in circles. Mm-hmm. Well, they're, like, the easiest questions in the world, too. That's the thing. This is not even high-level stuff. But, I mean, didn't she go to public school? So, like, QED, there you go. 
That's why we shouldn't have them. Her family's like super rich. She probably didn't go to pri- to public school. Right? Josh, Damn can it. you confirm? I guess Betsy DeVos is bad. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Fuck. Now, who, who's the person in her family who owned Blackwater? Her brother or something? Uh, yeah, Josh, you would know. Josh, you would know. You live in the same state. You live in the She's same somehow city as Betsy DeVos in Oregon. I, I, and that, that means listen, you're best friends with her. You're not wrong. I sure know a lot about her. Um, oh, wait, yeah, it is It is her brother. Can we get her on the show? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think she'd love Betsy to be Betsy DeVos, go on HCAP. Uh, for, that, for that episode, we do change it to B-Dip. <laughs> No, wait, hold on. B dip. Oh, B D I P instead of H K I P. Oh, but it's. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna say we're gonna. Yeah, kill Lauren, if you could also just cut it's this section out of. It's not a threat. <laughs> it's not a threat. She. We all are. <laughs> B O I P G T. That's Barack Obama. Obama. You can't say that. Going to die. No! Fuck! <laughs> also, Brooks is immortal. We know this. He sold his soul to the devil. Oh, is, it just like, is it just like the more pussy jokes you make, the longer you get to live? <laughs> I haven't said the P word this entire podcast. The real P word is persecution. Okay, so let's move into questions, because I'm running out of juice. Um, this one from Futch Cassidy. Hi, Henry Kissinger is Pokemon going to roll up into a ball and shrink down into pinball size and get shot up, shot right up the hell pipe, which leads to actual hell, which he'll be, which he will be Pokemon going to. Anyways, what did he do? I tried researching, but like, <laughs> uh, but like us all these days, I have an attention span of about thirty seconds. So I was hoping y'all could tell us about your titular character. I war criminal, fucked up Cambodia, like irreparably. Uh, I don't know exactly the details. He was a Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. The blood of millions of people on his hands prolonged the Vietnam War gave the okay for a genocide. Yeah, we could, we could genuinely, we could, we could end the episode, like, for the next hundred episodes with, like, a, a, a discreet war crime that Henry Kissinger did. Um, he's speaking many. specifically about the, the thing that I always think of is, um, he's quoted when, uh, when he was, like, supporting the, the illegal bombing of Cambodia, um, in the 60s and 70s, he, he gave an order to, or at least a suggestion, that um, anything that flies or anything that moves should be bombed. Hmm. Oh, so just an absolute, like... Cool. A, like Scorched earth policy, really. Yeah, like a very like a genocidal man. Like, yeah. a oh, truly, oh. truly... Oh, that's a genocide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And absolutely remorseless. And, and Hillary Clinton loves Yeah, it. he... I'm a big fan of the way people love to talk to him in government. He did so. a bunch of genocide, and Khaleesi Clinton is pals with him. So that's cool. <laughs> and it didn't come up in the campaign. Except for one time Bernie said it in a debate, but other than that, like... Like, Henry Kissinger is far from persona non grata in D.C. Like, he's... He's accepted into high society despite being the worst piece of shit in the country. He looks like Krang. He also just does look like he's going to dissolve into ooze like that senator from X-Men, from the X-Men movies. He like, has he a like very... His proportions are very strange. He looks viscous. He's fucking hot, though. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like a fucking snack. That's, that's everything there is to know about Henry Kissinger. Yep. Um... Your favorite like Henry Kissinger. Uh, this one from Anonymous. <laughs> if Luna's on this episode, talk about M25 and why capitalism makes MTG bad. So M25 is the um, 
is the 25th anniversary product of Magic the Gathering. It's being re- it's a it's a supplementary product, so it's outside of like the normal rotation of sets that come out every three months. And it is just sort of a celebration of every like every like big iconic card that has come in Magic before it. It's intended to be draftable, and some of the words I'm saying do not make any sense if you don't play Magic, which is fine. Capitalism, <sighs> capitalism makes Magic bad because <clears throat> now see the thing is I genuinely think Magic is one of the less exploitative um, of these things. Like we've just I've discussed before how like Magic the Gathering card packs are te- are basically quote unquote loot boxes. But that's changed because Magic does have a secondary market, which is, like, not controlled by Wizards of the Coast whatsoever. So, like, you know, say in Overwatch, for example, you get, um, you can sometimes get, like, you know, you open a loot box, you get skins, or you get coins. You can use the coins to buy things which are priced by Blizzard. And it says, okay, this is cool, so we will charge you this many coins for it. Magic the Gathering, the, the, the secondary market is not controlled by Wizards of the Coast whatsoever. You buy, you you know, you open a pack and you get, wow, this really cool like car that's like $25 right now based on how like the prices go up and down. I mean, it can absolutely fucking nuke your collection because there are cards that get banned. So say you spend like $40, like say you spend, there's a card that's $40 and it's like the best card in a format. So you spend $40 on it, on each of them. So you spend $160 and then the card gets banned out of that format because it's just too good and then you're just out $160 because you just ate shit on that. Hey, Luna. Yeah? You can just say that you sent this to yourself. You don't have to hide behind <laughs> an You can just... Hey, the next question says, hey, if Brooks is on this episode, talk about why Daniel Bryan's the best wrestler and why capitalism (laughs) makes Roman Reigns have to be on my TV. Okay, let's talk about that. Uh, Basically, in conclusion, like, capitalism is... Bad. uh, Yeah, basically. Like, the secondary market is a very good thing that, like, Wizards of the Coast has kind of tried to put a hand in in the past, and they've failed every time. Um... So they're like they can't really control it for better or worse. So that uh, they can control it by re- by reprinting cards, but there are some cards that they have like vowed to never print again for whatever reason. So those are just like off the table. So if you want those, you have to go back to like twenty year old cards to get. But so yeah, capitalism is bad. The secondary market is better than it is in like other games with quote loot boxes. But I digress. And the loot boxes are basically designed for their own set of play. Like, you pay 15 bucks, you open the pack of cards, you take a card, you pass the pack, and you get to keep all the cards. That's what they're designed for. People will sometimes just buy them and open the packs. I, I do that all the fucking time because I'm bad. Anyways, this question from probably user Siberian Pine. Sorry for that five minutes there. You know I'm, I'm, I'm allocated that every time I'm on the show. That um, is true. Did you hear Jeremy Corbyn said he brought trans rights and self-identification further up the political platform because TERFs were being so noisy and it made a pressing issue? Absolute boy. P.S. Stop praying for Brooks. He's too powerful. No, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> every, night I get, every night I get down on my knees and I lean over the bed and I put my hands together and I say... Dear God, please stop, Brooks. And I, my prayers have yet to be answered. Pray to God know. to strike I, down Brooks and, and, and live. And <laughs> live. I don't know. Brooks, can I just read out loud real quick? Uh, a host of the show, Matt Tramampoline, in Discord said that he did a spin class and that his legs are going to fall apart. And you did respond by saying, Oh no, all your cum's going to spill out. So I think I mean, yeah, I we can say use that. a few prayers maybe against Brooks. It was... I mean, nobody respond... Whatever. <laughs> Patreon.com. This, is, this is exactly what the Catholic Church did to Galileo. <laughs> you keep you saying... You say that, like, every day. 
It's true. <laughs> uh, so so Jezza did absolutely the absolute lad bringing trans rights further up the platform because God fucking damn it, I am. I would kill for someone in politics to just be like, hey, trans people, they're important and they are good. Besides, like, you know, trans people you that kill? are running for office. Brooks? Right. <laughs> okay. Actually, no, All sorry, right. Matt. It's Matt. It's Matt. That's fair. Brooks is just, like, my gut reaction, because, like, I... I it's been, he's been my answer for so long, but he is no longer the primary offender. Brooks is, Brooks is far from it. Unless that fucking sexist redneck do character anything. comes back. <laughs> I, my All wife right. always tells me that I should come back from the bar when I'm hanging out <laughs> no, with the no, boys. No, no. <laughs> and no. that was three. It's funny now. <laughs> this question from Tumblr user Odd Days George, who says Car Cat Marks. Anyways, yes, next question. Next question from uh, Tumblr user Kita Masaomi. Hey, HKIPGTD, what's y'all opinion on obligatory voting? On one hand, it stops authorities making it impossible for workers and felons in poor neighborhoods to vote, like I heard it happened a lot in the U.S., but on the other hand, it is an annoying legal obligation, and it facilitates politicians buying votes from people. I mm. I mean, like, same-day registration yes. is my, like... Or even automatic, yeah. yeah. Automatic registration. Yeah, yeah. automatic same-day registration, but is uh, obligatory idea, voting is not something I'm really into. Yeah, that Why? seems strange in a lot of ways. Like, remove voting, re- remove, like, voting restrictions, honestly. Like, the fact that felons can't Obvious, vote yeah. is kind of fucked up. Wait, Brooks, you asked why. Was that a genuine question? Yeah, I mean, aside from it being annoying, I'm not, I'm not, why is the, why is it bad? I, I feel like a lot of people would just fill out the first thing on the list because a lot of people don't vote. Yeah. Okay. Um, and like, the thing vote. is, like, I, I knew, I knew a handful of people on voting day last year who just straight up didn't vote because they were forced to work for whatever, from like, you know, 12 to 12, whatever the polls were open and in not, it's not every state that, that is required to allow you to leave to vote. Not every state is required to let you leave. Yeah, that's bullshit. I know. It, that's wild. Exactly, that's bullshit, yes. and it's completely on purpose. Um, yeah. Tumblr user Anonymous asks, what Smash Bros. moves would come with the Ayn Rand amiibo? <laughs> I think her, I think her um, up smash like summons like a fountain, like the fountainhead. Yeah. That's pretty good. So is there a trainer? Her, her, oh, her, 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 her final smash is her, like, singing uh, the anthem by, by Green Day. <laughs> if you put in the Ayn Rand amiibo, it automatically triggers a smash game where you have no items and no support characters because she wants you to take care of yourself and succeed on your own merits. <laughs> you filthy communist. <laughs> you can, you can finally, you can... If you if you tap the Ayn Rand amiibo into Super Smash Brothers, you can uh, you can fight the Master Hand, the Crazy Hand, and the final boss, the Invisible Hand. Thank you. <laughs> hey. Two good jokes in just an hour and a half. Nice. Uh, Tumblr user Akumeori oh, asks, "What would Elon Musk be like in bed?" He he, he would like he would like think that he invented eating pussy, and he would call it like the Megatong. Or and we know that's John Cena. Yeah, yeah, and he would like be like, that. "Yeah, it's it's my pickle dick," and he would put it on Reddit, and it would get four million upvotes. <laughs> Hold right, on. yeah, I, he's I a Reddit guy. Google so, uh, however, Lord, please leave this Reddit in the people show. have sex uh, Pickle Rick condoms. Yeah, they're there. Oh, wait, there, there was there was a Kickstarter that yeah. 
I thought that was a failed yeah. Kickstarter. Yeah, failed yeah. Kickstarter. Five hundred and fifty dollars out of the five thousand dollar goal, and it was suspended. He would drip Szechuan sauce on her nipples. Anyway. But also, um, the Bible tells us that like <laughs> um, sex is like a union between two bodies, and like he doesn't believe in unions, so he wouldn't fuck. Um, mm-hmm. And this last question, which I just, I really appreciate this question. Anonymous asks, I can't tell any of the dudes on the podcast apart, but am in lesbians with all the ladies. Does that mean misandry real? Um, first of all, we are all yes. lesbians back with you, first of all, most important. Secondly, yes, misandry is real, and it's very Misandry good. is real and strong in my friends. I, I wish I had, like, anything, I was like, oh, I'm gonna say something serious about misandry not being real, but I actually have no idea what to say other than <laughs> it's not it's really not. A, an issue. <laughs> Is there anything that us dudes can do to, uh, to, I think we all need to have, like, characters or do some, like, character Oh, like a fun character voice. To set us apart. Yeah, like Kind of like a fun, like a fun, like, um, maybe like a Jenna Marbles sort of. Sure. Oh. No, I'm just gonna cut this, I'm just gonna cut this off. I'm gonna skip the last ask because it's just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut this last, I'm just gonna cut this last ask because it's only that's, I don't know, that's kind of varying. And I'm going to say that we move into That's like a checkoff. Like, you have to fire um, the gun, and, you know, and you have to... The, the... What? Please, cut. I don't want to say this one. I'll read it. No. No. Here's the question. What if there was an adult diaper optimized to absorb cum? Okay, it light bringers, everyone. That would be nice. Uh, my light bearer this week is an anime I have started watching with my girlfriend called Log Horizon, which is, it's about some kids who are, like, trapped in a video game kind of sword art online or dot hack style. Oh, like a Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle thing. Yes, exactly, like Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle, where funny, where funny teenager turns, where funny scrawny nerd turns into The Rock and his big puff, big buff punch strong, and funny big jock turns into little Kevin Hart. Um, it's a now, bad movie, folks. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, um, it's, it came out around the same time as Sword Art Online, and it kind of got eclipsed a little bit by the popularity of that anime, but the thing is, Sword Art Online fucking sucks ass. Um, Log Horizon, it, 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 the thing about Sword Art Online that I ever really liked was the stakes were so stupidly high, in that, like, you know, if, you know, the classic, you know, stay alive movie, if you die in the game, you die for real... In sort of in, in Log Horizon, the thing that I really like about it is that if you die outside of the main hub world, you lose like all of your gear and shit, and anyone near you can pick it up and steal it from you. You do respawn at like the hub world, but you are like out of the quest and everything. So like death does have real stakes, but it's not like oh super grimdark. It's funny. It's really lighthearted. It's sweet. Um, there's a character who anytime someone says is about doesn't even finish the sentence if sometimes someone's about to say something perverted she will kick them in the teeth and then ask permission to kick them in the teeth after she has kicked them in the teeth which is a really good character it's really fun I'm having a great time watching it uh, it's really well animated and it's a blast I like anime nice sounds good Brooks so sorry I was posting a big picture of Bernie Sanders in the chat um <laughs> Uh, so, uh, my, my, uh, uh, indoctrination book of the week, um, is called Shackled and Chained, Mass Incarceration in Capitalist America. It's by Eugene Perrier. It's a quick read. It's like less than 200 pages and it just kind of goes, it traces the history of mass incarceration, um, in, in the United States, like back from Nixon all the way up to like the Clintons and Obama and sort of the present day. Um, and it's, it's. It really gets at a lot of the limits of the two-party system and stuff like that, and um, it's cool, and you should read it. Nice. Uh, who's next? Uh, uh, that would be Josh. Me. My Lightbringer is all of you. 
No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's actually Annihilation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the concept or the film? <laughs> the, 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 the film and now book. Um, and I think that's maybe a little bit weird for me to talk about because I'm only partway through the book. But I really liked the movie a lot and for a lot of reasons. Um, I mean, the most obvious... One of the most obvious kind of silly identity politic ones is just that it's actually a film starring five women and like they're doing cool shit what is this and, ghostbusters like, <laughs> and that well yeah exactly uh and they're they're not like they don't it's never really like brought up like it's not like made a big deal out of or anything it's just like the way it is and there's like no just like macho military men to be around to like condescend to them or anything like that but aside from that it's just an absolutely beautiful movie um, there's a lot of really cool concepts and just watching it and like, it was very, everyone talks about it being like mind bending and it kind of is like, it has some surreal aspects. Like it's kind of trippy, but like it very much makes sense. Like, I don't, I don't know if anyone would get to the end of that movie and be like, wait, what did I just watch? Like, and I don't know, that's a pretty rare thing. I feel like, um, it just has like a really, almost every movie that I watch, I think, oh, I would edit like 45 minutes off of that. And Annihilation just felt like the perfect amount of time, plot, everything. And now I'm reading the book, and it's completely different in pretty much every way, but also really good in a completely different way. Um, so I'd almost recommend watching the movie first and then reading the book, because that's what I did. And it seems like everyone who read the book first and then watched the movie got mad about it, so. Nice. The end. I love uh, Lauren. Oh, nice. I am trying to watch more movies this year and because I am a film major and I have actually seen like nothing that anybody likes so I'm watching more movies and I recently watched a movie uh from 1992 called Strictly Ballroom and it is by Boz Lerman uh the guy who um, made that Great Gatsby adaptation that everybody hated and also made Moulin Rouge and it's a movie about dancing and I love like dancing and performance movies so like Anything about people who are, like, trying really hard to do, like, a really intensely physical skill. And, like, dancing is really, really cool to watch. And it's, like, it's a really fun and campy movie. And, unfortunately, it is really straight for a camp movie. Like, too straight. I'm like, oh, the guy is definitely going to be gay, right? But no. But it is a very, very good movie. I really enjoyed it. And it is on Netflix if you want to watch it. It's about a dance competition in New Zealand, and all of the accents are really good, and it's also a love story, and it's it's fun. I like it. I love watching cheesy, fun movies. Me too. Caroline. It's a little it's a little mean to call this a light bringer, but it definitely made my day a little brighter. Is uh, Donald Trump Jr.'s wife is divorcing him <laughs> oh, yeah. because he was too dedicated to posting online? Oh yeah. Who's among us cannot relate? <laughs> Oh man, I love it. All right, so that's the end. Of, that's Henry Kissinger's book on going to die. Not a threat. Just a fact. So first things first and foremost, we have our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/hkipgtd. For just a dollar a month, you can read our long-form light bringers where we talk for more than thirty seconds about our show or about the stuff that we like that we recommend at the end of the episodes. Um, we've got one up so far, which is by me. Uh, I wrote about the uh, cat wishes story that I recommended like one of the first couple of weeks I was on here. I'm not even sure if I actually did recommend it on here, but it's a fucking phenomenal story. And the I sat down to write four or five hundred words, and I wound up writing like two thousand. So if you want to read that, I think I did a decent enough job at it. So I mean, tune in. I guess check it out. Dollar a month. 
com. If you can't support us financially, that's fine. Talk us about you can talk us about us on Twitter at hkipgtd on Tumblr hkipgtd.tumblr.com. Give us an iTunes review because we're still up there for some reason. Uh, if you need to reach us via email, uh, hkipgtd at gmail.com. And uh, if you donate at the five or ten dollar tier on Patreon, you get shout out shouted out in the show. So thank you to Shoop Alex, Nick Jagged, Nick Pedazzoni, Evan, Lola Gaines, Daily Garfield, Brett Houts, Stephanie Ruth, Ollie Anders, Smokeweed, and Ellen Nordhog. <laughs> I'm a big fan if of you Smokeweed. Person. I'm always going to laugh at Five and ten dollars a month, you get disparate dis, uh, Discord role, roles in the Discord. And if you donate at $10 a month, you get the option to listen into our show live as it's recording, as we have two people in the, sh- in the, in the channel doing so now. Uh, and I believe... Oh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter, uh, at ShieShadowNaka. Nope, I changed my Twitter. At GayestLulu. Uh, and on Tumblr, ShieSatsunakas.tumblr.com. Uh, you can also check out my other podcast that I do, Fear Baiting, which is a queer look at horror movies, and The Wonder Yurks, which is looking back at just how good the Animorphs books were and how good the Animorphs TV show was. Uh, I Hey, I'm Brooks. You can find me on Twitter at uh, uh, fucking uh, Brooks as a noun. Um, it's, it's, it's been a long week. Um, and uh, I also do uh, Yada Yada Boys, which is a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure podcast uh, with also a friend and host of the show, Eddie. Um, you can find us on iTunes and shit. Um, it's good to me. Nice. Uh, I'm Josh. You can find me on Twitter at TwigWrists or on Tumblr at Venusorphobia. And that's it. I'm Lauren. You can find me on Twitter at LLeBlanc underscore. And you can find me on Tumblr at RunTheGems. And I'm Caroline, and I'm on Tumblr as Winter's House and Twitter as CSavage with two Vs. And that's going to do it for this week's episode of Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. Thank you, as always, to the taxpayers for the use of their song, Evil Men, off of the album Cold Hearted Town. Uh, it's a great album. And you can also check us out. We also have a Facebook and uh, our Discord and our subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash hkipgtd. Uh, and until next time, folks, Lauren? Memento? Memento Poke po- Coffee Fee. And Bye. Get out. It's every day, bro, with the Disney Channel flow. Five on YouTube in six months. Never done before. Pest all the competition, man. Beauty